Did you see what people were mad at on Twitter yesterday? Nah, dude, I, I, I was out of it yesterday. What, what was people talking about? Other than Texas not having any electricity for literally miles and miles of the entire state. Um, um, yeah, because oh, they have their own power grid like a bunch of dummies, but... Oh, hey, hey, don't, <laughs> don't insult. We wouldn't want to say that. No, I'm not going to say it. I can't say that. That's going to get us canceled. Um, basically, I'll sum it up like this. Green energy is good energy. But what I was referring to uh, was what Le- LeBron James said he could play in the NFL and that he was considering trying out for a team in the 2011 lockout, and he knows he would have made a team. And people got mad at that. See, I, I saw that, and I think people are mad at the wrong thing because I don't doubt that LeBron James could have played some wide receiver in the NFL. I doubt that he would be a good as good as a play caller as Andy Reid, as he claims later on in said article. See, that's something you can get mad at. That's legitimate. Andy <laughs> Reid be calling the shit out of them plays. Like, let's, let's not get it twisted. He's one of the five best play callers of all time. He just don't know how to manage the clock. Um, so why do people tell me, what's the average corner height in the NFL? 5'11"? Yeah. Okay. LeBron James is six foot nine. Um, HGH Braun was about 280, maybe 290, potentially 300. So like, let's put him at like 280, right? 6'9", 280. He jumps higher than you. He's as fast as you. He's bigger than you. He's got a larger wingspan than you um tell me why this guy couldn't play five plays a game and score five touchdowns like bro okay we're only bringing lebron james in for the red zone and he's just going to catch the ball over you he would lead the league in touchdowns easily there's there is no way around it i'm I'm sorry like people are gonna get up get upset but like if lebron james played football he would be a taller maybe slower Randy Moss. But that's a big maybe because that motherfucker be moving. So, here's the thing, right? Julius Randle's an all-star. I like Julius Randle. Chris Middleton's an all-star. I like Chris Middleton. Clay Thompson's an all-star. These guys could not play football. None of them are actually LeBron James, one of the ten most athletic people in NBA history. Another guy who I think could do it is prime Russell Westbrook. I don't know if Russell Westbrook played receiver like that but when you're that fucking athletic you're that fast they could uh, honestly, probably do it honestly i'm trying to see westbrook in the defensive backfield i think that's mm, westbrook would you're drive, absolutely man. right in the camp's chance to roll just boofing mm-hmm. motherfuckers and then zion i throw him on my defensive line i get a, I, 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 oh yeah I, i'd build a nice nfl roster with some nba players there's a few guys right there's a few there's not many but there's a fucking few. Anyway, what do you want to start us off with? Um, can we talk about how the league really let James Harden join the Brooklyn Nets? <sighs> okay, I got a lot of thoughts on this. <laughs> and, you know, three contending teams in the East thought they had better. Can we do – okay, first, I just want to say one thing. Um. So, let me say this nicely. The argument of, I don't understand how the Nets think they're going to be good. There's only one ball. Bro, okay. 
you're telling on yourself if that's your argument. Which means you don't like actually watch basketball. I'm not here to shame anybody, but if you're trying to assert yourself as as a takesman, you should at least have a ground to stand on, right? And never in the history of the of the NBA has there's only one ball actually been a fucking problem. Like it just hasn't because great players figure out how to play with great players. Exactly. I, like, how dumb is the argument? I want less guys on my team capable of scoring 30 points. Isn't the goal to have more guys on your team? Otherwise, Team USA would be like LeBron, Matisse, Thibel, uh fucking Damian Lee. Like, dude, dude, that's that's my that's always my point when people are like, oh, one ball. You say one ball about the Team USA? Like, no. Team USA gets gold every every year they play. You know why? Well, not recently, but for the most part, like. And you're gonna tell me, oh, I don't, I don't want LeBron James because he's playing with Kobe Bryant and, and Kevin Durant. That's stupid. This is fucking dumb. <laughs> oh, well, we already got Kobe and KD. I guess we gotta go pick up uh, Corey Maggette. Let's, but hey, Corey Maggette can get you 22. So I'm not even trying to slight Corey Maggette. Who's, who's another guy I could shit on? Right? Let's go get Alfred Payton. We got Bron. We got AD. We could add Montrez Harrell and Dennis Schroeder, but what we're really gonna do is we're gonna go get Alfred Payton because he doesn't need the ball. It's like, it's a fucking bozo argument. Now, do they need to learn how to defend? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Uh, But at the same time, that's just a lot of fucking fire. They still have Joe Harris. Spencer did when he could get on the the HGH and get back by playoff time. We're not even talking about Spencer Dinwiddie. Like that, that's crazy to think about that. They still got to get, get him. And they're signing defenders. They got Roberson. No, they're building that. They old, just okay, picked up ball. Roberson. <laughs> building so old calves and thunder parts. But, hey, man, like. And you know Roberson's going to thrive there, right? Exactly. He's not going to have to shoot the ball. Who cares? And the crazy thing is about the spacing is, like, if he's on the court playing the four with Durant, Harden, Kyrie, and, I don't know, pick a – and he picked the janitor as the fifth guy. If Roberson just stands in the corner on offense or stands on the block in the spot of the center, that isn't going to fuck up the offense because you can't drift from KD, Kyrie, and Harden when they're all on the court. Exactly. Because, I mean, you can only double one of them. <laughs> like, go ahead. You really can't double any of them. I mean, <laughs> when they're on the floor at the same time. You're not lying. Like, you really can't, and and I think what the the most beautiful thing about it is, man. Like, I I think they all really just fell into a role because, like, they're talking about, oh, Katie's not going to be happy because he's not as getting many shots. Katie he is probably the, the most efficient. Yeah, he probably the most efficient scorer in the league. If he takes thirteen shots, thirteen open shots, I guarantee it's ten of them. And you've seen that. You've seen he literally crazy just did that efficient numbers. Yeah, exactly, crazy efficient numbers. He doesn't care if Kyrie Irving if he shoots Kyrie Irving shoots forty five percent and gets his forty. I think that's where Kyrie Irving thrives. When he that was the best thing I heard Kyrie Irving say when he told James Harden, "Yo, you beat a point guard." Because I yes. thought that's what always limited yes. Kyrie. So I thought what Kyrie did best was put his head down and be like, "No one on this floor can stop me, no matter what size." Like advanced AI. That's what I call him, bro. AI that really, really cared about basketball. Well, that's the dirty and AI. Mm-hmm. Like, bro. And, and then just letting James Harden just massively just just dissect defenses and score when he wants, like, bro, they are not – you're not stopping that team. So, you're not. 
like the thing is, the dirty secret is Kyrie Irving's a, a shooting guard. Like I yes. know Russell Westbrook gets the well, he needs to no. Russell Westbrook is a point guard. He's not a two guard. He is a point guard because he is a much better passer than Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is also more of a straight bucket than Russell Westbrook. Just because Kyrie has one of the most vast arsenals in league history as far as being able to score the ball. Like, people are going to get mad when I say that, but if you really break down this dude's game... He can... There's nothing he can't do. He's the most skilled offensive player in the league, maybe, at his size. He might be. Like, because if you look at it, I, I remember when... What was it? I was in Italy, so... 2017, when the Warriors beat the Cavs, Durant went on Bill Simmons' podcast, and he was like, I'm going to play with Kyrie Irving because he's got the best handles in history. And me, being a Philly guy, I was all mad at the time. I was also, what, four years younger? And I was like, what the fuck? No, AI got the best handles. Then you watch him. Like, AI was more wiry and explosive, but Kyrie's, his handle is the smoothest ever, if nothing, if not the best ever. That thing is literally on a string. Right. And, like, now, yeah, dude, he's probably got the best handles ever. So, not only can he score with handles in ways AI could, but he studied Kobe, so he knows how to – he has some of Kobe's mid-range game, and he's also one of the best three-point shooters in the league. Like, the guy – listen, it, didn't, it did not work out in Boston, and he was very young in Cleveland. But he is a Hall of Fame basketball player. He's an incredible scorer of the basketball. At times, he might not do other things very well. But, I mean, he is a two-guard. And like you said, the fact that James Harden has played with other guards like Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook and has taken point guard roles with those guys, James Harden is almost offensively the perfect backcourt partner with Kyrie. Exactly. Like, forget KD for a second. Just those two are able to get ungodly amounts of buckets. And then, by the way, you've got the most efficient small forward ever. Seven-foot guard, bro. Jesus. And three teams thought they had better. Well, I'll get to that in a minute. I just want to go to one more thing. Like, when people said Durant's not going to worry about his shots, dude, Durant went to the Warriors. He played with Curry and Clay and Draymond like, and Boogie. Like, he didn't – I don't want to say he doesn't give a shit about shots because he's Kevin fucking Durant and he should demand the ball. But he's just like, okay, I want to play fun basketball. That seems like the kind of guy KD is. KD just wants to try all these different ways of playing fun basketball. Because, honestly, I think he was miserable on the basketball court in Oklahoma City because it was only him and Russ. And he was like, dude, I've got Kendrick Perkins and Andre Roberson on the floor. I know they never played on the floor at the same time, but the point still stands. Like Steven Adams and Roberson. And then Mm -hmm. you have to rely on Sergi Baca to be your basic two-guard on offense. Uh, Yeah, he's your primary outside threat. Yeah. (laughs) Outside of Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. That's terrible. Uh, And Serge is a better shooter than Russ. Like, yeah. like Serge Ibaka was playing the 3 and D guard role for them on offense. And he's 6, 11, 7 foot. Like, it's terrible. Like, what OKC did with Russ and KD was criminal. And that doesn't get talked about enough because OKC has fucking picks. But, again, Br- Brooklyn's only thing is going to be how many buyout defenders can they get. But let's talk about... Uh... What was it? The trade offers? 
talk about the non-triggers, right? So what was it? Yeah. Brooklyn got Karis LeVert, or Brooklyn gave up. Let's let's go from like this. Houston got Oladipo, four picks and four pick swaps. That is eight years worth of draft picks and a former All Star. That's a fucking haul. So I guess the question is, who would you have wanted to match that? Who can match that? And what would have been a better offer than that? See, yeah, that that is a fair question. Because, you know, Oladipo is still young and he could find form, but his his value to the Rockets more... More so, it's another trade piece to get more more picks. Yep, pretty much. Yep. But in terms of like getting, giving, giving up young assets to go get a star right now, and it's going to win. I think, I think Miami dropped the ball. I I, I truly did. I would agree with that. I think Miami dropped the Especially ball. Especially since Miami you know, never picks players. And and. You know, they were willing to part ways with Tyler Hero, allegedly, you know, him and picks and like others. But, you know, Duncan Robinson being the reason why you didn't pull the trigger on a trade like that. I don't buy that. If, if, yeah, that would, if, if that's true, like, geez. I don't buy dude, it. Like, I don't buy it. You, because Pat Riley isn't going to say, you know what, I'm just going to keep this one. They probably wanted more picks from Miami or something. They probably wanted picks in here. I don't know. It, it's just very tough, I think. And this is a sentiment been going around Twitter saying, how could you not give up eight picks and a borderline all-star for a player? Like, that's – and I shot on the trade at the time. I, I've calmed down since. It's just – no. I will say this because this is where my initial take lied. Um, I don't think Houston won the trade. Like, fuck the picks. I mean – you lost James Harden. You fucked yeah, up. Still lost James that, that shit. You're giving up James Harden. There's not a trade in which you're winning that. Unless you're getting LeBron James back. You're losing a trade when you give up that guy. Always. No matter what it is. Um, that said, from a buyer's perspective, I mean, who does James... Like, I, I feel like even regardless of the noise that was happening at the time... For you not to go out and get that guy is just so dumb. I, I would say Miami is the team that really blew their title shot. Because if you put Harden with Jimmy and Bam, and I get Miami's had some struggles this year from being just fatigued as hell, and they have had some COVID struggles too. Um, but Harden, Jimmy, and Bam is a very nice core. And you can kind of just fit the pieces in from there, right? Like, say you send Dragic, Hero, Duncan Robinson. It's one other salary guy. I imagine you still have Iggy, who you can probably rest through the regular season and play him in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, Jay Crowder, I imagine you still have. So, your crunch time five in the playoffs of Harden, Butler, Iggy, Crowder, and Bam. That's pretty filthy. And the fact that Brooklyn doesn't have them, I could see Miami winning the East if they got hard. And, and Brooklyn stayed the same. Um, Boston, I don't think it makes sense. Just because I don't... 
Boston, Boston's really the only team. Well, I wouldn't even say. I would say, with the Sixers, like the Sixers, kind of, we're in a spot where, like, dude, we're the first team in the East. We're kind of rolling right now. We don't really need to make a move. I understand but, why the Sixers did. You know, the Celtics looking back now, might they really reconsider it? Maybe because they're kind of struggling and Kemba looks kind of bad. Right injury. Now. But, you know, you got two real young guys, with like 22, 23 years old. Like, hey, they that could be a James Harden type of player down the line. You don't necessarily have to give up for him right now. But if you're trying to win a championship, you know, that window kind of got I guess, I, I mean, and landing in, in I got a lot of issues with Boston over the years before Harden and the, their moves that they made. But I guess my question is, let's talk about the Sixers and Harden because does Ben Simmons eight picks Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thibel for James Harden to play with Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid win you a title? Um. I don't know how well of a fit that is. Because, and, and look, I, I get what I just said about great players playing together, but they're almost opposite styles, right? Like, I, I guess it would be a very slow-paced team because Harden is a slower-paced guy when he runs his teams. I, I feel like it would – it would the the pace would definitely slow down. And, and I don't know. Like, I don't know how Embiid would – He's a post guy. Because, like – He's not a yeah, he's a post guy, so mm-hmm. it would it would be it would Harden and, and MB would have definitely been an interesting fit to say the least. I'm not saying it wouldn't have worked out, but Tobias definitely Tobias probably becomes Harden's pick and roll partner, and then that leaves MB. Like on one hand, it makes for nice dimensions to your offense. You can go to like Harden ISO, Harden pick and roll with Tobias, or Embiid post up. Like it's three very high quality looks you're getting on offense. The downside is, is it might be a, a tricky fit. Like the the dirty secret about Embiid and even Anthony Davis, like p- bigs who work down low, and even Giannis, right? Like these guys are difficult fits because of how the game is. It's easy to play with a guy like Donovan Mitchell because he can get to his spots, he can score, he can get to the rim, he can hit shots, he can defend. He- Knows how to pass, right? Like, a lot of guys can play with him. Um, Jokic is kind of an ups- exception just because of how good of a passer he is, I think. Um, that man is a unicorn. I, uh, he he impressed me every night. I, I just don't know how he does it. He just looks, like, so awkward and uncoordinated. And he He's, so fun. He's so funny. <laughs> He's so funny. Um, but the tricky <laughs> thing is, like, look at Anthony Davis when he was the best player on his team without LeBron James. He, he, they were eight seed at best. Giannis is probably different. I, I will say Giannis gives you a higher ceiling as the best player on your team versus Anthony Davis, I think. But, I mean, I guess this tra- this will transition me into the question, right? So the Sixers don't get Harden. And maybe I'm not talking enough about Boston and Miami and not getting Harden because it does matter. But at the end of the day, it's so difficult for me to say you guys should have given up more than eight picks in an all-star. That's just a very difficult thing for me to say. Like mm-hmm. Boston this season just looks like a wash. I-, I think they should have traded for 
I don't know, anyone in the past couple of years? I, I think, you know, if, if there is a, a deal to be made with the Pacers this offseason to get Gordon Hay at least a little bit of value out of Gordon Hayward, it should happen. That requires Gordon Hayward to sign the contract, though, right? That does. That does. But it would have it would have been a sign and trade. But he signed with Charlotte. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. he wasn't going to sign with Indiana because Boston wanted him to. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I've I've heard that, and that's just something I want to make clear. Like this was Gordon Hayward's decision, not the Boston Celtics. He was not a restricted free agent. I mean, Durant did the Warriors a solid, right? Like he got them D'Lo back, which turned into the. Wolves picked this year. That's solid. Um, Gordon Hayward clearly did not feel the same way. And he's doing his thing in Charlotte, which good for him. But I don't know. But they have had they, – they need Smart back, who's been out for a little bit. He's kind of the soul of their team. So we'll see how that evaluates. Tristan. They still need to upgrade at big, and they just didn't address that. I mean – Tristan Thompson turning to shit doesn't help. Because yeah. he was a, I mean, he was a really good player, man, for a lot of years. And he is just not in the right spot for him. I don't know why. I haven't watched a lot of Boston. I'm not. But it's easy to say in hindsight, I guess. They have taken their shots. They did have Kemba, Gordon Hayward, Tatum, and Brown. And theoretically, that should have been enough to get out of the East. And it almost was, until it wasn't. Um, they've been to three conference finals, Tatum and Jason Brown. They're over three. It's just tough. I, I mean, I, I don't even think that there's anyone to necessarily blame that's on the roster. Like Kemba being hurt, Hayward being hurt, Horford turning to dust, them all, Kyrie being hurt the one year. Like, it, that's not anybody's fault. That's just freak injury shit. Um, Miami this year, that's not anybody's fault. They're just dead. Their bodies are sh- – they started the season yeah. 76 days after going to the finals. Adam Silver should be in jail. Exactly. Dude, I didn't think – yeah, I, I'm surprised that the NBA started. I didn't complain that it started early, but I knew for teams that did have deep bubble runs, it was going to affect them, but – didn't really affect the Lakers, but you see, you're seeing what it's doing to I the Miami Heat. I think it's affecting Anthony Davis. And from my perspective, it's 100% affecting Anthony Davis. When when Draymond had those comments about a superstar player looking out of shape, I knew he was talking about Anthony Davis right away because I could I could see AD looks horrible. Like he just looks hurt. Like he just looks slow. Like even on the offense possessions, like he would just walk down the court like. He knows it's a Tuesday night. He's playing Memphis. He's not going hard. He just right. looks just one of the things that I think helps the Lakers versus Miami is number one the the roster turnover they've had. So like they bring in Trez, who was in the bubble but didn't yeah. go as far. Uh, Wes Matthews in the bubble didn't go as far. Marcus Saul in the bubble didn't go as uh, far. Schroeder. Schroeder, all playoff guys, all vets were in the bubble but didn't have to play. They got like I don't know an extra few weeks, extra months rest. Taylor Horton Tucker being able to give them minutes when needed is nice. I'm not going to sit here and say he's a superstar, but he has been giving solid minutes this year. Um, yeah, and LeBron. And James that was point two, so. having LeBron James, because 
Look, I love Jimmy, but LeBron James and Jimmy Butler's bodies are completely different. Um, yeah. You know, they, they they may be built from the same cloth in terms of mentality-wise, but, you know, one's made of the, the Wolverine right. metal and one's made and, of and, and steel will eventually rust. <laughs> I don't Right. That no, Wolverine shit no, ain't. Don't yell at me if you're a chemist. I want to talk about now the big team that everyone's really ignoring, and that's the Sixers. Uh, I guess the simple question is, do you think they need to make a trade? Dude, uh, right. Like, who? I don't do they necessarily need to make a trade? And in, in, in a trade, who are you giving up? I think they just need better. I I can't even say better for the first team in the East. Like what? What is their big flaw? Not getting enough out of Danny Green on a nightly basis? I guess so. That's a that could be an issue. Um, like what? What is the the Sixers' flaw right now? Like what are they doing bad? Other than being really slow and and not really awake. On I mean, defense on the road. Embiid is life, which is a huge difference. In the big game, like, which is a huge difference. But outside of him, about the big for this team for the past two years, they got Seth Curry. They got Danny Green. They got Isaiah Joe. Right. I mean, Tyrese Maxey can kind of shoot. I don't really know his percentage, but he's a guy who, when I see him shoot a three, I'm not like, oh, fuck, why is he shooting? Why is he in the game? He, and the percentages probably aren't going to be there year one, but you can see the form. And if you ever look at his, his, his free throw numbers, like he'll eventually be a pretty, pretty consistent shooter. Dybul's looking good from three. And they, got, they finally yeah. got a, a quality backup big for Embiid. Dwight Howard, no Boban. Hall of Famer. And, and I like Boban, and I like Kylo Quinn, and, and Al, no, I don't like Alford. But those are guys in the past who backed up Embiid, and they've just been, like, killing the team when they got in the game. Like, Boban was pick and roll fodder, dude. He, I, I never liked when he got in the game. I, I really don't think he ever brought that into the game, to be honest, because, like, you're just in the way on no, offense, on, and then on you offense, can't. I will say, I defense. do think he's a nice offensive player. You can play him eight minutes a game, and he can get you ten and five in eight minutes. But you really don't want to play him more than eight to twelve minutes. He's a nice guy to be like, all right, we're unleashing Boban for two minutes at a time. But he is not a high impact guy as far as defense is concerned. Obviously, where is he at now? Uh, he's still in Dallas. He just he's doesn't see the floor much. I can't believe they don't play him as much. Mm-hmm. The game's changing, bro. And plus the way they run offense, he doesn't fit. You know, he's what not, a weird uh, signing. Not Porzingis type of shooter. You know, they like this. They yeah, they they like the space out. You know, drive kick. You're right, but I'm pretty sure he work. signed three for eighteen. Right? Isn't that what he signed when he went there? <laughs> Jeez, uh, eighteen million dollars for what? I mean, shit. Maybe I think that's games? what it is. I could be wrong, but man, goddamn. Um, but no, the big thing for the Sixers, 
is Tobias a legitimate or number two scoring option, I should say. Because I don't know what it is, but when he plays for Doc Rivers, the guy's legit. He's a different player this year. He's the guy we traded for from the Clippers, right? Like, we traded for him. He was on the Clippers. He was crazy efficient. He was shooting really well, scoring really well. Came here, didn't really fit up and down in Brett Brown's system. Really, there were, I mean, there were times last year we were killing him, so, and he was one of the worst contracts in the league, which apparently still is. Um, but no, man, he has been awesome this year. And and it's and it's like you said, it was, I think it was more of the system and what he was he's in now. Like in this system, he's getting more of those those mid range, those post touches he liked when he was in LA last year, you know, we kind of tried to make him something he wasn't, you know, an ISO perimeter score, you know, catch and shoot. He can catch and shoot on threes, but you know, that's wasn't his game. And, you know, I would get frustrated watching it because, you know, he'd put up, you know, seven, eight trades a night, not watching it Brits, like, good five, six. Well, I'm like, dude, you gotta, you gotta. Like, Bro, do something else. Like, I don't know. But I will give him, yeah, exactly. But I will give him credit, man. He's, you know, he's getting to his spots this year. He's looking a lot better. You know, he hit yeah. that, that game winner against the, the Lakers, you know, big. If you can, That's if he can be that guy be down the, the guy stretch. Down the stretch. And they went to him the past couple years and he never was that guy. But he finally looks like he's playing so much more confident. I don't know if it's because of his relationship mm-hmm. with Doc or if he just in the gym, but shout out to him, man, because I, I, I again, I talked a lot of shit about Tobias and you know what? I'm not going to say he didn't deserve it. Because, bro, you're playing shitty. You're playing real shitty. And uh, he got internet bullied like Kyle Kuzma. The internet bullied him into playing better. Which, yeah, sometimes it has to happen, bro. Yeah, you got to get turned into yeah. a pack once I mean, twice, man. Shit. If that's what it takes to get you averaging 20 and playing all-star level basketball, I mean, hell, why wouldn't you want to be t- a couple times? But with him playing so well and the trade market being what it is, I don't think there's a trade for the team to make, right? Like, you just kind of roll with it. And yeah, you, you have to. There's really, like, even what are they trying to get from the Kings? Bielito? No, nah, no, nah, I'm talking about the the big man. I heard, I saw some reports. Bielitsa for a stretch four. I'm just like, dude, I don't think. He, yeah, okay. I mean, dude, the one thing I will say about Bielitsa, um, I wouldn't mind if we got him. I think he's a nice player, but dude, he signed a contract with the Sixers, voided his contract by saying he was going back to Europe, and signed with the Kings four days later. I don't think he is the guy who wants to be here. I just don't. Yeah, so I, 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 I don't think the Sixers need him. I don't think there's. I don't. I, I agree. With you. I don't think there's really a move to be made unless they yeah. just start going on a skid. I guess like really what I would say ball. is just kind of hold for the buyout market. See what buyout guys are there. Yeah, because, well, Blake Griffin. You think he's going to be bought out? He's definitely going to be a hot commodity, but I, who's, who's trading for that? Who's trading for $36 million for Blake Griffin? 
two years, thirty-six you million dollars this year, thirty-eight million next year. Can not kidding. Two years left. No one's trading for that contract. Uh, it's going to be a tricky buyout, a midseason buyout. But, Can they stretch them? Um, I'm not sure what the Pistons' options are, but you know, trading him. Definitely isn't. Are the Wizards going to do it? Are they going to trade Bertans and like anyone? That's the thing. You got to match that contract. You got to give up players to go get Blake Griffin because you got to match that contract. And you're not going to give. I wouldn't give up Bertrand for fucking Blake Griffin right now. Really? He has more value. No, dude. Blake, have you seen Blake play? Have you seen Bertans play? The Wizards are in (laughs) last place, bro. Oh, There's a dude. guy who bet ten thousand dollars on them to win the finals. He had ten thousand to waste. I mean, shit. Apparently, <laughs> fucking putting money on the worst team in the league and shit. They got Beal, Westbrook, and then no NBA players. I mean, who trades for that, right? Like, it's a very Knicks thing to do. Watch the Knicks trade. Like, yeah. I don't know. The fuck with the Knicks trade? Yeah, hey, dude, I don't. I, I really don't see any team really doing it. Like, unless he's bought out, like he's gonna be in limbo forever. Oh, I got a guy for you, dude. You know who I would love for the Sixers to get? You know who I would fucking? You know, would be perfect for this team. Terrence fucking Ross. You can't tell me Terrence Ross wouldn't be perfect for this team. A little, uh, a little heat checkout. Yes, he's still he's a shooter. If nothing else, can come off the bench, give you the bench spark that you need. I would love him on this team. Although I do love heat check guys. Like I love Malik Monk. I love him. I, I love anyone who can just come off the bench and fucking light it up. No, speaking of Hornets, I think the Hornets are my favorite team to watch this year. Peter. Oh, God. Easily. Oh, God. Here we go. Tell me why. Easily. Is it because of Devontae Graham? You, you know, you know, you know, that ball boy. Devontae Graham. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year, baby. Triple B's. You know. LeVar ball to trot. Pop. Y'all should listen to him, man. He told y'all. He tried to tell y'all. He was coming. <laughs> I mean, first of all, shout out to the big prophet, Big Var. Um, the thing I will say is that I bet money at uh, early in the season on Emmanuel quickly to win Rookie of the Year. I put five bucks to win a hundred. They offered me a cash out option at nine bucks, so I cashed out when the Knicks traded for Derrick Rose. So I made four bucks off Emmanuel quickly winning Rookie of the Year. Um, that said, Lamelo Ball is unquestionably the Rookie of the Year. I think the only person who would be able to catch him is Anthony Edwards. Maybe Tyrese Halliburton, but the Kings aren't. He's gonna not going to play enough. He's not going to play enough, and they're not going to win enough. And you either have you have to do one or the other. You have to play a lot, or you have to win a lot. And I do not think the Hornets will make playoffs. Um, I do think Miami will eventually turn their shit around and get in. But it's it's a very impressive rookie stint. I um I had a conversation with a buddy of mine, shout out to Cam, uh Cam Reese, when 
Lamelo was drafted, we were we were talking shit. I forget the context of the conversation, but he said Lamelo could get you eighteen six and six. I was like eighteen six and six is a lot from a rookie, and I was like I would probably ask for like twelve five and five, but starting he's at like twenty eight and five. Like he's been very fucking good. And- in in I'm pretty sure I I saw this I think a day or two ago but in games he started he's averaging I think 24 points you know roughly about like seven assists and probably like six that's points like dude that's incredible at 19. Well I I will say I think playing overseas probably helped him much more than playing in college. I I firmly do believe that. And 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 like, call me crazy but you know I think. The way LeVar Ball had his boys come up and play basketball, it was not traditional, but it kind of helped them for what the game is now. Because, like, that, those pitch ahead passes that, you know, you see him, mm-hmm. him and Lonzo throw all the time, that whole roster's throwing them now. Like, the Hornets play so fast. Like, it's just contagious. Right. Like, and if you even see LeBron, I feel like LeBron was really the first player to really start throwing those full court passes when they started playing with Kevin Love. But you know, I think that's like a new a new thing you're seeing in the NBA. Like you don't see that a lot. You know, when I played at Gwen and Mercy, that was a that was an option we had a lot. My my coach didn't care about defense. He said, "All right, if if they have an open layup, let them score because you're just gonna grab it out the basket." Talking the baseline the out of bounds, full court pass. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. It's almost like the five seconds or less offense. Like the Suns were seven or less. This is almost just like okay, rebound and chuck it. Um, the one thing about Lamella Ball, I will say, is, well, stylistically, right, he's much different than his brother. Lonzo, to similar but different, I would say, yeah, similar but Lamelo is a lot. I feel score first, and Lonzo's pass first, which is all the difference at this level. Um, and the other thing about Lamelo is Lamelo kind of came into a sneaky great situation. There's no pressure on him in Charlotte. I like. I think if he goes to the Knicks, it's a different story. Or uh, pick some other big market shitty team, right? Um, he, he's in a situation where he doesn't have to come in and be the man right away. He doesn't have to make highlights. There's no pressure on him to be amazing. He gets to play with two veteran guards who've been around the league who are very good players in Devontae Graham and Terry Rozier. He can learn from them. They can help him play on ball because both of those guards can play off ball. And they can help LaMelo play off ball because both of those guards can play on ball. The Hornets have three guards who can play on and off ball, which is pretty very well, I should say, which is mm-hmm. pretty impressive offensively. And and when and when Borrega talks about it, he's, he's like, I don't really have a set right. point guard. It's really just a three guard system where they're just figuring it out. If one guy grabs a board down, everyone else is just filling the lanes, and it's kind of like just positionless basketball. Right. I, I really love their action. They they run a lot of pistol, you know, just pick and rolls, and then. You know, when they come off that pick and roll, the opposite guards are just yep. exchanging or setting flares for each other. It's constant movement, man. They've got TJ Washington, who's a fun big, can hit threes, is a little bouncy, competitive guy. Um, and my favorite signing of the offseason, I was very vocal at the time when people hated it. I loved Gordon Hayward to Charlotte because my logic was, first of all, go ahead, Gordon, go get your money. Um, second of all, who else is Charlotte going to sign? Like It's a great sh- signing for Charlotte, I should say. Because they've got a bunch of money that they can't 
pay anybody to come. Like, nobody's coming to fucking Charlotte, bro. If you have a guy who's made All-NBA, who's played in All-Star games that wants to come to Charlotte, you go get him. Right? Like, he's a guy who can play with the ball, he can play without the ball. He seems to be a good locker room presence. I only say that because he's just played on winning teams, right? Nobody's ever had an issue with him. Other than that time, Brad Stevens was playing him over guys that he should have been playing over Gordon Hayward. Um, yeah. But I don't know, man. It just – like Gordon Hayward was in a similar situation on the early Utah teams where he could be the man. He could help his teammates score. Like he just seems like a good team guy down there. And I get people were scared of it being Batum 2.0, but it, Gordon Hayward is not Batum. Batum never made an all-star game. Gordon Hayward has. And he can he's just a guy to help play with Lomelo Ball and help grow him down there. Yeah, exactly. And and he knows he knows why he's there, but um do I personally believe Charlotte can make a playoff push? Eight seed. Maybe. But you know, I would I would say they would probably float between, you know, that six and eight. I think a dream first round matchup for me personally would be somehow them matching up with the Brooklyn Nets. That'd be the most elite LA. (laughs) (laughs) That would be beautiful, yo. I mean, shit, they're only a game away from Toronto as a seventh seed. It'd be fun. This version of Miami, I don't know if I want to see them in the playoffs. They just seem dead. I, I. It's hard to watch them, dude. Like, I, I, I just, I didn't watch any of that Clippers game, but I just had, like, how, how are you gonna dogfight with the PG Kawhi-less six two fucking Clippers? Yeah, what? yeah. What? That's an issue, dude. Yeah, you're supposed to smack that team. Yeah. I mean, shit, like. <laughs> They they just don't have the gas. Holy shit, the Knicks are the sixth seed? Dog, the Knicks are playing fucking well. The, the, the Knicks are the best defensive team that, in the league. But goddamn. <laughs> Julius Randle is kind of becoming what I thought he would always be. RJ Barrett is sneakily playing very well. Nerlens Noel is a starting center for a, a basketball team that is the number one defense in the league. That's a that's a thing. Playing well, man. Bro, this Knicks team is Alfred Payton, R.J. Barrett, Reggie Bullock, Julius Randle, and Nerlens Noel. How the fuck do they have fourteen wins? I guess they just they just playing. Julius Randle is kicking ass. That's how. R.J. Barrett is kicking ass. Quickly is kicking ass. Obi Toppin isn't even the best rookie on his team. Quickly was a steal. Oh, yeah. First of all, I think you and I were both sitting there at draft night, and I was asking you, why is Quickly falling? I, I, I knew he was going to fall, but I thought he was going to be at least second round. I know, I, I, for me personally, I was like, if someone lets him get past, it was going to be a mistake because I saw him light up yeah. basketball. Like, even, even though the, the line's shorter, like, if you really watch those games, he was taking deep threes. Those threes. Wow. Right. Like I mean, taking deep threes, man. Like, and and the I already sent you some guys to look at, you know, this coming draft now. Like, I don't I I don't know if it's just me and I see value in, in people, but 
you know, if you can create and really make shots, you yeah. have a future in the NBA. If you can play a little bit of defense, like like I was showing you, Quentin yes. Grimes, he's gonna he's gonna be all a record. great NBA player. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say he's gonna be a star, all this and that, but that is going to be a good solid NBA player just because of his yeah. skill set. Um, I want to talk about a couple things here. Uh, let's do the the pulse, right? The pulse of some teams. Are the Milwaukee Bucks in trouble? Yes. Why? Like, what is what is going on with them? Because I think I have an answer. I hate to say teams are figuring them out, but, you know... I think teams are figuring out how to defend Giannis. You know, there's tape out there. There's there's multiple series you can watch and say, how are we going to stop this team on a nightly basis? What do you, what do we the take away from Giannis? Of Stan what Van, form a fucking wall, big wall. And you know, Giannis is going to take a lot of heat for this, right? But I said this last year. I to you at least. I said this to multiple. I might have even tweeted this. Bud has got to go. Oh yeah, when they get into the playoffs, like they, he has no adjustment for what comes at him. Like he just thinks pounding Giannis nonstop is going to do anything. Like dog, he doesn't adjust. You got to change something, and that's part of the reason all. why, like you said, they're getting figured out. I mean, to be to be fair, they are nine and three at home. They're just not showing up on the road. They're seven and nine on the road. Which, I mean, it's pretty rough. But, I don't know, man. You would, you would expect the number one seed the past two years to have a little bit more uh, pride? Was it... Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, going? was the no. trade for Drew Holiday a mistake? Because it certainly seemed like a mistake at the time. I mean... I think... I Well, obviously... You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, I think they got a little bit antsy on the Drew Holiday trade. Did they overpay for that trade? Absolutely. Could they have used that same assets to go get James Harden? Yes. I mean, okay, so I, I want to talk about that, right? Because if I'm Milwaukee, I would give up eight firsts and Eric Bledsoe for James Harden. Um, I think James Harden and Giannis would be phenomenal playing together. The only problem is they fucking hate each other. So I don't think they could have done that. And I don't think James Harden necessarily wanted to go to Milwaukee. Like, what's what's to stop yeah. him from just doing that fat shit in Milwaukee that he was doing in Houston? <laughs> yeah, it's a fact, man. It's like, but I don't know. Like, I know, I know they're, they're at each other's throats, but... It's a great players thing, I know. Yeah. If the Houston, yeah, if the Houston Rockets were like, dog, like, we can send you to the Milwaukee Bucks, you know, you can go play with Giannis, you'd probably be like, yeah, dude, could you imagine? Look, it's a phenomenal fit basketball-wise. It really, (laughs) really is. They would be perfect for each other. They just don't like each other, man. It's fucking crazy. I mean, that goes to the point of great players making it work. And I would like to think they'd make it work. But they really don't like each other, man. Like, James Harden was uh, talking shit about Giannis, saying he has no skill. Giannis literally sent every African NBA player on the All-Star team after him when he coached the game. 
him, Pascal Siakam, and Joel Embiid. Giannis was coaching. He was like, yo, the three of us, we're posting. NBA Africa is going to kick James Harden's ass in the fourth quarter of this game. So, yeah, he did. He did say, yeah, we're going to go after James Harden. I don't know. And, bro, I mean, (laughs) they kind of did. They kind of did. In an all-star game, yeah. Like, (laughs) shit, man. I don't know. I I just think it starts with coaching. I think we're too quick to criticize superstars and not quick enough to uh, criticize organizations, which is kind of what Draymond Green was saying. I'll get to that in a bit. But. I don't know what they like. There's no move for like I, I. I feel like fans think that there's always a quick fix for an issue. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we just go out and get him. We got to get like, no, man. There's some shit going on with them, and uh, I don't like it. I also think Brook Lopez is. I'm not gonna say it. Uh, he's not as good as uh, basketball Twitter likes you to think he is. Brook Lopez is not that great anymore, to be honest. Just bleeds value for me. You know, you seven feet and you just stand outside the three point line on offense. You really bring no value offensively outside of you know, you don't offensive rebound. Um, you don't post up that often because, you know, you got Giannis. Oh, so I don't analytics Twitter's gonna yell fit. at you. I, Threes are good, post ups are bad. I, 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 hey, when you're seven feet and you're not named Kevin Durant. I, I, I prefer no, that. No, that's not how basketball is played. <laughs> we will shoot the three, and uh, posts are inefficient. Didn't you know basketball is a you math know, equation? Um... This shit is very simple. <laughs> if you just apply the Pythagorean theorem, why do you think they called it the triangle offense? They're using the Pythagorean theorem. Yeah, man, I, and that's that's another thing. They, if you're really gonna go all in for you know a Giannis and shooters, you gotta. I feel like you gotta go for it because he can realistically. Motherfucker, he basically does. Like, yeah, he basically does. So if and you have enough longer defenders to really do a Houston. A Milwaukee version of what Houston did with with James Harden, but you're way better defensively. Remember when Jason like, Kidd thought Giannis was a point guard? Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember when the Lakers almost hired yeah, Jason Kidd to be their I coach? Over under fourteen days before LeBron James put a hit on Jason Kidd. Yeah, he was still on the set. He was. Uh... <laughs> Fuck. Hey man, hey. He, uh, I'm pretty sure he has this issue. So, uh, I don't know if it's fuck Jason. Nah, I mean, he did give us that one drink moment where he kicked his drink over. That was very funny. That was an all-timer. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of timeouts. He was like, whoops, he was I like, threw oh, my drink at Bradley Beal. Oh, I dropped my drink. I dropped my drink. Bradley Beal has ice cubes running down his jersey. My bad. <laughs> Got to stop the game, I guess. I don't even know who they play. I just picked Bradley Beal. But I don't know, man. Not wanting to put the wear and tear on Giannis's body of true center minutes because Anthony Davis is kind of like that, I guess. But, I mean, DeMarcus Cousins was available. DeMarcus Cousins is a great guy to have on your team in the regular season and then reduce his minutes in the postseason, save Giannis from yeah. being physical, 
does a lot of what Brook Lopez does. I can't wait for the calculator guys to tell me uh, Brook Lopez is better than DeMarcus Cousins, so I can slap the shit out of him. Um, I don't know, man. I just think it's pretty tough. It's pretty fucking tough when you don't make moves. And I get you want to build continuity, but but ain't getting it done, bro. They got basically swept if it wasn't for uh, Chris Middleton pulling a game out of his ass in OT when Giannis got hurt. So, like, I don't know how you watch that and say, yeah, this guy can be our coach. I don't know who would replace him, but. Yeah, I, I'm honestly worried about the the Bucks. You know, going forward, like, you know, what happens with with no improvement? Do you get do you another second round exit? What happens with with two more second round exits? With Giannis still on contract. What happens? You know, we're we're in the same episode all over again. You know, we're talking about all stars movement. Uh, he signed a contract. Blah blah blah. Hey, it is. It is. Man, it at is. This point. I get he wants to play with Middleton, but again, going in on holiday, I feel like you could you could have gotten Beal. You could have gotten Beal with that. I I think I think the Bucks just got too over anxious. They they just <laughs> they got too antsy. Why aren't you waited. offering that for Jamal Murray? You know, more not saying he's available, but that's a, wait, that's another team that should have got James Harden, by the way. But you want to yell at somebody else? Oh yeah, they should have. They should have. Nuggets should have sold high. Yeah, bubble. He's not James Harden. So he's not James Harden. It's that simple. Um, another team that I think is in danger. The Pacers are not okay. Not they're not okay at all. Uh, Karis LeVert still needs to come back. Uh, thank God he's all right. Got that cancer shit removed, um, yeah. which is pretty great. But they are, uh, they're not looking so hot. Hey, stop. I, yeah, wait, I just so remember something. Um, the Bucks chose Brooke Lopez over Malcolm Brogdon, by the way. And I remember people at the time saying Brogdon wasn't that good and Brooke Lopez was right. Those people can go the fuck to hell because Malcolm Brogdon, is a very like a borderline all star type player, and they were just like, "Nah, we're good." That yeah, in in my opinion, that is all star player, bro. Anytime you put no, you know, <laughs> almost fifty fantasy points a night for me, you a fucking all star, bro. Um, Come on. Come Miles on, Turner is good, not great, like everybody thinks he is. Sabonis is a very good player. Sabonis, another all-star type of guy, man. He's been he's been having a good year. I think the only real bright spots for the Pacers have been Brogdon and Sabonis. Other than that, the Pacers you know, remind me else, of the uh, really the Atlanta here. Hawks teams, where they had four all-stars that one year. Uh, Jeff Teague, Kyle Korver, Demar yeah. Carroll, Paul Millsap, Al Horford. That's who they remind me of. They're just not as good. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I, I guess more of a a, a better comp. Well, I guess we'll get to them later. But you know, I feel like a Jazz is is comparable to that team too, where you just got a a good collection of players. She's just gonna get you know bombarded by you know LeBron James in five games. But 
that's a that's neither here. One more there, before but, we get to the Jazz. Um, the Raptors are okay now, right? Oh, I I think they're finding their stride. They're they're definitely not going to be I mean, the their bottom. Last two anymore, games, but, they lost to the um, Timberwolves and then beat the Bucks. Like, fellas, what are we, what are we doing? What kind of fucking inconsistency is this? But they are playing in Tampa Bay this year, which is probably a, a bigger culture shock than people would like to admit. Yes, and and plus, like when you talk about you know daily life and and oh this yeah now Florida life's a lot different than Canada life. Like you're you just it that's just the facts. Like if you you're living in Florida right now, you know, <laughs> I don't even think a pandemic started for you yet. But you know you're living in Canada. Hey, <laughs> Canada, unlike you, uh, the different. state of Florida, Canada takes that shit pretty seriously. So I'm sure those guys uh, felt pretty safe moving to Tampa from uh, Canada. Uh, one guy I do want to shout out here from the Toronto Raptors is Yu Wanatabe. Love that dude. He's just fun. He's a fun player. Uh, he is the, I believe he is Korean. Is he the first Korean NBA player? I, let me make sure I get that right. Yu Wanatabe. Oh, dead silence. Let's see. No, I said it wrong. You Watanabe. One Watanabe. Um, I'm really butchering this. He's six foot eight. He's Japanese, not Korean. Uh, apologies to you, Watanabe. I fucked that up. Um, yeah, that's on me. Got to wear that one. But I do think Toronto is all right. I think Toronto will probably get up to the five seed with Indiana faltering and the Knicks not being able to be consistent. So they're going to be fine. They got Kyle Lowry. Which brings me to... Did you have something on that? Yeah. But I would say this. I think the final eight teams obviously going to have a shakeup because of the new playoff format. You know, we got to play a tournament with the, the bottom four. I think it's like what, like... Bro, like, I totally I forgot about that. I want to say like seven that. through ten. So something like that. So you know, this, this I think I think the NBA's the NBA made some improvements. They did some things right this year. Did some things wrong. Yeah, but, the thing they did wrong was Adam know? Silver deciding to start the season fucking seventy six days after the season ended from last time. That's the fuck they did wrong. Yeah, what All-Star the, weekend uh, hey, definitely another Adam mistake. Said, but the best commissioner in sports history. Uh. Yeah, okay. Um. I want to get to the real story here. My boy JB was telling me all offseason that he really likes the Utah Jazz. And me, I didn't really pay attention because it's always fuck Utah. Um, my man Vernon Maxwell, he, had it, he, he always has got it right. He said, uh, I would talk less shit about Utah, but I didn't know they had internet there. Um, it's always fuck Utah. Uh, it's fuck Utah now. It's fuck Utah forever. Um, that said, if their basketball team played in like Memphis, they're fucking awesome, dude. How are they twenty three and five? Like, what is going on there? 
I mean, right? It just like they're good. I don't think they're twenty three and five good, but you are what your record says you are. So I guess they are twenty three and five good. Exactly, and and you know, looking back, they went seven games with the conference finalists, like eight conference finalists last year in the bubble. You know, that was series. That's probably one of the better series there. Um, you know, it's yeah. Uh, you know they <laughs> they like I said, they're giving off the 2015 Atlanta Hawks vibes, where you know it was a team that been together for a pretty long time, they're really catching their stride, they're playing their best basketball of the year. But you know when it really comes down to it in the playoffs, I'm gonna give you are my they gonna beat LeBron Lakers in five, game Clippers in six, know. Blazers in seven, Suns in seven. Nuggets and six. No, Nuggets and seven. Spurs and six. I don't think they'd be – I don't think they get out of it. I mean, if they're the one seed, that's cool. Wouldn't it be fun to see Steph just barbecue their ass out of the playoffs as the eighth seed? That'd be pretty fucking funny. They wouldn't win because the Dude, Warriors are pretty I'd shit. To see that, um, they did get Draymond back, though, and they have started to play very well. Um, Wiggins is an NBA player, apparently. Curry is playing out of his mind. But, I mean, I I don't think Golden State beats them. So they would play somebody in the second round, whether it be Portland or Phoenix. I think this is a real chance for the Suns to get to the conference finals. I love the Suns. Yeah, I like the Suns too, man. They they're playing really well. I think I think Devin Booker and that CP three backcourt. Not a question. Yeah, easily top five backcourt in the league, dude. Like just playing. Would you rather have CP three and Devin Booker or Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum? Oh, really? Not even a thought. Oh, Dame and CJ. I I I love Dame Lillard. You know how I am with Dame time, and and CJ's I think the most slept on superstar in the league. So let's you know, do top they, five. They still, what are the top for five me backwards? at least, don't get the credit they deserve. But Harden, Kyrie, one. Who's two? Trey Young and Kevin Huerter. Uh two. Mm. Sexland, Colin Sex, Sexton, <laughs> and Darius Garland. <laughs> oh man, so. Got one in Nets, obviously. This year, this year. Are we are we talking when healthy or this year? This year's NBA. This year's NBA. Man, I feel like I feel like Dame, Dame and CJ gotta be, gotta be two. Um, you're not in on Wayne Ellington and Delon, man, right? Why am I blanking on these so hard? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Obviously, CP3 and D-Book. Jazz fans are going to get real mad if you don't say Conley oh, and, and Mitchell. Oh, They're going to get mad. Backwards, dude. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I guess you, you have to say Conley and Mitchell because 
Um, I'll throw one at you that you're not thinking of. Where do Westbrook and Beal rank? That's the thing. I I was about to say that, but how can I put a a, a top ten backcourt? Well, put in a I mean, is that because of Westbrook and Beal, or is that because their the roster conference. is dog shit? That is a that is a truism, but in the same breath, you think, oh, you got. I mean, two premier guys. They should be able I mean, to, you know, uplift that but roster. But that's that? not how. And then you that's not how shit works. Look at the Wizards roster. I'm going to read you the guys that are playing for the Washington Wizards tonight against the Denver Nuggets. They're up by seven against the Nuggets with nine minutes left. But let's look at these guys. I did. They're oh up by nine. Oh, my goodness. You did not just say that to me. Oh, oh man. If, if, the, if the Nuggets okay. blow another You've got Russell like Westbrook and Brad Beal. Those are your starting guards. Continue, continue. You've got a guy named Garrison, a white man named Garrison Matthews starting tonight. Um, I believe the appropriate response to that is, who the fuck is that? I mean, I know who Garrison Matthews is. You know who Garrison Matthews is. But nobody else knows who Garrison I don't even know if Bradley Beal knows who Garrison Matthews is. Um, your starting power forward is Japanese legend Roy <laughs> Hachimura, who... He's got, he's just very young and he's very raw. So it's tough when he's your starting power forward on a team that also starts Garrison Matthews. And then starting at center tonight was Mo Wagner. That's your starting five. Mo Wagner, Roy Hachimura, and Garrison Matthews are three of your starting five. Wagner. That is unequivocally three of the worst. Like, find me a starting five with three worst players than that. You can't. Maybe, well, ah, nope. Pistons. Pistons are worse. But they're bench. Davis Bertans, who has 26 points on 7 for 8 from 3 right now. Like, he can do that, but he's also being paid $80 million. And when he's not doing that, he's basically useless. You've got Denny Avdija. How do you pronounce that? Yeah, I don't know. But Denny, this is what everybody on Twitter calls him. Um, I personally have not watched him play. A lot of people love him. I've seen the Wizards play, I don't know, eight games a season. I don't see the hype, bro. I've I've watched him a couple times. Um, mostly in garbage time minutes. I, I can't really have an opinion on him yet. I probably need to watch him a little bit more. But, you know... From what I've seen, he has a decent stroke from the free, free throw line. You know, he's not really uh, a three-point shooter. He got a, kind of has a flat shot. So you he's know, worse than great handle. Such. You know, can pass out of the post a little bit. Has a few post moves. But other than that, you know. A worse start. I would such. say that's a, that's a good comparison. Um, I would call him a Dario star. Robin Lopez is not a good Perhaps. Alex Len is also not a good player. Raul Nito, who was actually the worst player in the NBA last year and the year before. So, to review, Westbrook Beal, Garrison Matthews, Hachimura, 
Mo Wagner, Davis Bertans, Denny, Lopez, Alex Len, and Neto. Give me a fucking – like, here's where I think that's malpractice, right? Having those guys on your team does not raise your ceiling at all. Like, that's where I do think guys, uh, teams like OKC and Houston have been well-managed in the past, where they will bring up, like, D-League-type guys. Like, Houston right now is playing Jay Sean Tate. I'd rather have Jay Sean Tate than any of those guys I just mentioned. They just don't – those dudes don't do anything for you. They don't have the yeah, potential to do anything for you because they're old and they're not good. So are they the fifth best or is Lowry and Van Vliet a better backcourt than them right now? Record-wise, you can't really argue with it, but, you know, obviously man-to-man – you know, mono e mono doesn't they measure don't. up, but I I feel like Van Vliet and Lowry also don't get the credit they deserve, man. Those are they Fred Van Vliet, the god. Right I mean, really you want to talk about betting on yourself? That guy is a fucking hooper, dude. And Kyle Kyle Lowry, he's just a Philly toughness guy. Like he's just gonna. I love how when you're a player with uh, passion slash personality on a winning team. You're, uh, the media labels you as like a great locker room leader, like Draymond. And, but when you're on a bad team, you're a cancer. Like, can you imagine if Draymond played for the Kings? He'd be a team cancer. Yeah, because this he's too. He's too he'd be boisterous. He'd be oh, he's yep. a headache. He's yep. a headache. He's too much. Funny how we cover that shit. And by we, I mean not you and me. Too boisterous. Too opinionated. Pat Connaughton had 20 points last night. Fun fact. Shit. The Jazz are really 23 and 5. How the fuck is that possible? Hey, man. Lakers are the two seed, Clippers are the three seed. It's about par for the course. Clippers would be the one seed in the East. Not surprising. San Antonio is the sixth seed. I wonder why. Or maybe it's because uh, Greg San Antonio is another team that's quietly playing pretty good basketball. Sorry. I was going to say, is Greg Popovich overrated without his Hall of Fame tip? No, shut the fuck up. Always arguments are stupid as fuck. Some people were saying that shit last year, too. Like, the game has passed Greg Popovich by. Let's slap the shit out of somebody. Stupid-ass fucking... You know what the problem is? A bunch of fucking lamos have taken over NBA Twitter. NBA Twitter fucking sucks. Remember when I had unfollowed everybody on NBA Twitter because they fucking suck? Remember when I did that? I, I showed you I followed, like, 400 people, and then I went down to, like, 250? Because, bro, like, people aren't thinking. Like, what the... All right, I'm gonna... Yeah. It's just hot take land, man. Like, there's not a lot of... You know, actual thought that goes into it. You know, you just see something. Oh, the the Spurs having it down here. Oh, I guess Popovich can't coach anymore. What made you think that after twenty plus years, all these championships? Well, like what? You, you see one bum well, year. And I guess like, oh, I guess he, he just forgot him. how to coach. What? Shut the fuck up. What? And, and then you get the reverse side where it's just like, well, 
I guess this player just isn't good enough. What do you mean he's like Giannis? Like we're gonna do this with Giannis again? The fucking anti Giannis. First of all, how do people not like Giannis? I just don't get that. Like, what is it to not like about a dude who literally came from the gutter in Greece? Like he was saying he couldn't get a real job because he was scared his family was gonna get deported. That's fucked. And this dude not only signed the largest contract in NBA history. He's still, like, a very nice dude by all accounts, a great personality, a dominant basketball player, and we're just like, well, the reason the Bucks can't win is because Giannis isn't good. He's averaging, what, 28 fucking 12 and 6? Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Imagine if Shaq played today. Well, Shaq just isn't doing enough with his 28 and 13. Shaq needs to develop a three ball. I fucking hate – I fucking hate the bozos surrounding this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on another, did you uh, see who's who's the who's, uh, a, who's the girl Barstool got going now? Dude? She sucks. She's awful. Like I'm not even. I'm not even it. Like my my female listeners. I love my female listeners. I love my female followers because they have awesome takes on this. She's horrible. She's absolutely horrendous. She watched Ben Simmons score 42 points, shoot 60% from the field, and she criticized him for it. What? Are you stupid? Yes! Like, do you know hoops? Like, yes! She just said, oh, you're only shooting 60% at the rim? I would be. Bro, I would okay, be. let's actually talk about this for a second. This is a good segue. First of all, oh I, don't know, I don't know which like, one you're talking about, what? but it's pretty much fuck bar stool around here. <laughs> um... I don't know what the fuck that is, but yeah. I, I'm not fucking with them. Uh, it, it's fuck their um, character or imitation of a person who is there uh, running their company. That guy's a fucking clown. I'm not even going to say his name. Um, that's an awful take because speaking of that game, that's the best game I've ever seen Ben Simmons play. And to kind of tie us back into well, what I was yeah, by far, about fucking discourse. No doubt about it. What Draymond said the other night was 100% accurate. Um, for anybody who doesn't know what he said, he basically came out and was like, yo, why, why can the Cavs just be like, okay, Andre Drummond, you're not allowed to play anymore because we're going to trade you? Like, isn't that bullshit? And how come it's always on the player to get better when organizations are being shitty? Like, you know why the Spurs are good? Because they're a good fucking organization. That's why the Spurs are good. They're one game back of the four seed. They're a good organization. They do good things. They've got a good, just top to bottom operation. You know who doesn't? Most. Most teams don't. The Grizzlies? Bro, there's a lot of hype around them last year because of Jaw, but they're not a good team. And in two years, people are going to start yelling at Ja Morant that Ja Morant isn't good enough. Or, or fucking Sacramento. What Sacramento's doing with De'Aaron Fox right now is criminal. The Pelicans don't seem like they're a good organization at all. Especially yeah. with their owner's fucking alleged involvement with the... I'm not even going to go there. Um, Houston's not a good organization. The Timberwolves are not a good organization. The Cavs are not a good organization. The Magic. The Bulls. The Hawks are trying to beat. The Pistons aren't. The Wizards aren't. 
the Knicks aren't. Like most most of these teams are not good organizations at all. And at the end of the day, we go back to shit like, why is Carl Anthony Towns soft? Like, but before this this COVID shit, that was a thing around him. He's soft. They can't win because he's soft. Well, maybe he's not a vocal leader. Like, he doesn't have to be a vocal leader. Uh, but he's like, if, I don't know, man. I, I just get real sick of the whole, well, it's this guy's fault. Like, I'll give you an example. Malik Monk. I loved Malik Monk coming out of college. Malik Monk had a substance abuse issue. I don't know anything about the substance abuse issue. I, I hope he put that behind him for good, but the situation he came into in Charlotte was not a good situation. He did not come into LaMelo Ball's Charlotte. He came into a different Charlotte. That was a shit fest. And, you know, if he comes to an organization like Philly, I imagine he probably develops better. I think you say that for a lot of guys. Like, organizational development is huge. Yeah. Imagine if Marvin Bagley's on the Warriors right now instead of the Kings. It's important. It's important. Like, I know we I know we talk about I know bring it up, talk, talk about, about it. You know, oh the, the Timberwolves pass on Steph Curry. What really happens is no. the Timberwolves drafts up. He's out the league. Do they man do do they do they manage those ankle injuries well? What happened? Oh God! Don't 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 don't. Okay. Exactly. Oh my God! Oh and my God! We are maybe talking this about Johnny Flynn being the greatest shooter ever. For the Golden State Warriors, just <laughs> saying that. <laughs> End before Johnny, it started. Johnny Flynn was goaded in college, man. At least Sebastian Telfair like had the that. guns charged. At least that was cool. Yep. That's pretty bro. cool. Fuck that. Yeah, um, no no gun charge for Johnny Flynn, to, <laughs> as of my knowledge. But um, I was going to say remember something earlier, but I forget what I – it was a good point, but I forget what it was. Oh, well. I guess I'll say remember when the Brooklyn Nets had a Russian billionaire buy the team and thought he could just buy his championship like they do in Russia? Fucking dickhead. What the fuck were we talking about for this? Organizations, players. Yeah, oh, yeah. he bought some skeletons yeah. and thought he was going to get a chip. suck, bro. Um, I don't know why they suck. Yeah, I'm not drink. in the organization, so I can't tell you exactly why they suck, but they suck. And it's a fucking crime that we blame it all on the players. The players take too much shit, man. I think there's times where the players should get shit. <clears throat> like, I hate the fact that dudes are just like, hey, we all just want to go play with Brooklyn now. We also happen to be five of the best 18 players in the world. Like, I think that's corny. I don't think it's criticized worthy. Like, I'm not going to yell at them that they all wanted to live in New York and get buckets together. I was very mad when the trade first happened. But, like, that's just me being a reactional, overreactional yeah, fan. I... I, I, I and, and to my point, like, I was just mad. I wasn't mad that he went to Brooklyn. I'm like, I guess, I guess I, I was mad. No, I was just I'm mad. mad. I, I was no mad at everything. I had the balls to go trade. Look, I, I'm just fucking mad yes. they let him get to Brooklyn. 
because we just yes. we just we just got out of a a, a a super team era where KD just smacked everyone in sight. Lyndon Johnson was and, a force. Yes, you no, know, we just got out of the, the LBJ Miami Heat Heat team right after that. Like, like I mean, I mean, you and I like that game, though, right? Like last off like last NBA season, can we was get some normal duos going? Because man? it was a bunch of duos. Um, I I really did. Well, it, we it didn't, didn't know like 100% I knew he was going to win. Like, sure, the Lakers like, were the favorite, but I didn't Portland, know I was like, for sure yeah. they were going to win. Well, because the East was pretty weak, I, and then I think you really one, looked at the playoffs the in the down, West, and it was like, like okay, yeah. it's the Clippers that really only stand a shot, and then the Rockets are – like they could have gotten hot to make it interesting, but I don't know, man. And, and you know who was the X factor for the playoffs? Ad just tore them up. The Ad was that was the X factor in that series. Yeah, right. Oh right. yeah, Ronda played spectacular. He was like the reason why he hasn't played a game third yet this year. He's not ready. You know what I mean? <laughs> he really put yet. them over the top because. If he doesn't play that as well as he does, they probably don't beat Miami in six. I don't know, though, man. I, I just I, I enjoy parody. I know you enjoy parody. I am not a fan of the the Heat Warriors and now Nets super teams. I do like the to see different guys try to get it. Um, during the day, whatever though. Like I can I can be a fan, right? Like I was irate as a fan, and very on, very cynical, the day of the Harden trade. But now, when when my job as a takesman is to break it down and just think about it, like I don't give a shit, man. Like I'm probably just gonna watch basketball anyway. Like I, I don't have right. I don't have enough money out there. I don't have enough money out there to give a shit. Yeah, um, the, the highlights are going to be My whole take on sports fandom is like highlights are going to be fucking spectacular. I, I think sports fandom is is a trick. It's a joke. Like it's a ruse. It's fake. Don't be a sports fan or don't be a team fan. You know what I mean? Having allegiance to a team is just miserable. And I figured that out when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, right? Like the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and my reaction wasn't "fuck yeah." It was "whew, we didn't blow it." That's when I realized if this is the best feeling I get as a sports fan, I'm fucking done. I'm just watching this shit and putting money out. You're you're not gonna stress me out every time I sit down and watch a fucking game over some dumb shit. I'll root for my money, but at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. like whatever, man. I just like just entertain me. I'm just here for the entertainment now. My sports fandom days are over. I like Embiid. I root for Embiid. If Embiid left the Sixers, would I probably still be as big of a Sixers fan? No. Uh, same thing with the Thunder and Russ. Like, I liked the Thunder when Russ were there. He left, and I was like, all right, I'm rooting for Houston. Now he's on the Wizards, and I'm like, well, I mean, I don't really give a shit about the Wizards. Because it's better. Yeah, and I think I think people are, are kind of, like, entering that, that, similar, that similar thinking yeah. of you where – yeah, and there's so much player right. movement now. Like you can't even really commit to. You're not seeing a really a Kobe Bryant sit and be a Laker for 16 years. You know, 
Um, I think it's just better that Can way. Can you I imagine it, being a Knicks I, or a Kings fan for the past healthy, 20 like, years? I couldn't I don't know, be real imagine. Like that. That's hell. That's hell. A Knicks fan. Dude, a Kings fan would be awful. There's, there's been they, nothing good since. The last time they were good was 03? Shaq. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you niggas haven't been good since Shaq. The league fucked them Maybe. out of the title in yeah. 02. That was crazy. Like, you had a finals team in 2000, and then you haven't really seen shit since. Imagine being a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. No and thank you. Bro. I don't know. I, like, imagine being a fan of the Indiana Pacers and Paul George requested. Or imagine being a fucking Rockets fan. Imagine being a Houston fan of anything in general. And your your guys are just like, yep, we're out of here. How am I supposed to root for a team that can't keep their fucking players? How am I supposed to root for a team who employs Jack Easterby? You're telling me I have to root for this shit? This fucking bald-headed Joel Osteen-looking-ass motherfucker? Preaching to people, telling jokes and shit? Fuck out of here. Jack Easterby. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I thought you were talking about the words. I was like, oh, no, that's pretty Jack good, though. Be done pretty good. Power. You know damn well he got power, bro. <laughs> Power doesn't go off when you are the. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say there. Um, no, fuck him. Fuck Jack Easterby. I hope Jack Easterby doesn't have power and he's just praying to Jesus to get power instead of turning his light switch on. <laughs> yep. Yep. This kid just walks in and turns yeah, it on. Yeah, My prayer's been answered. On, but you know, the Lord will turn his power on. Let me. Let me stop. Um, I don't apologize for that though. I won't apologize for that. <laughs> um, what else? What else is going on in the NBA? The Mavs suck. The Mavs are real bad. Who are Zion and Luca gonna end up playing? Yeah, for? I mean, because they're gonna team up. Cool, you know? ton of points, but it's gotta play defense. It's gonna be the Mavs, isn't it? Man. Oh, yeah. It, it's just Cuban's nature. Like, Cuban's just not going to let him walk. I, I do believe Luca's going to be a Maverick for life. So, Zion's going to go to Dallas in 2026. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be their point guard? Is it going to be Fox or John Moran? Yeah, I think he's going to be a Maverick for life. Wow. Hey, man. I honestly think Zion might end up in, in Charlotte. Wow. Because he's from Carolina. Lamelo and Zion would be box office. So who's going to be Zion yeah, and Luca's point I, guard I, in I, Dallas? I think, Is it going to be Fox or Ja? If he if he goes anywhere, it's be Fox, I think right? He, he I goes feel like Doncic has a better relationship with Fox. So. Mm. So the next super team, yeah, is Dallas I'd, Mavericks in twenty twenty six. I'd probably lean Zion, Fox, Fox if, if you're talking about someone that's going to get out that organization. Zion and, and Luca is the fattest superstar duo of all time. There's never been a fatter superstar duo. Like, who would Jokic have to play with to outfat that? <laughs> James Harden. <laughs> 
that would have been the fattest superstar Ooh, duo. Just two guards, just two offensive already, linemen handing out buckets left and just, right. You get dunked on and just like a roll hits you on the forehead. Like, you know the old you know the old like saying like when dudes would dunk, they'd like put their nuts in somebody's face. It's like this, <laughs> but it's disrespectful because they can't jump that high. So they just you just get hit with like an extra roll. You just have a poster of like a yeah. roll flab on your forehead. That'd be pretty fucking great. Who are the best who are the like greatest fat NBA players? I'm not talking like old wash dudes. I'm like talking like no, they were fat in their prime just getting buckets. Of our generation. Because I know I, there's going to be some 80s dudes. Back in my day. Bro, I wasn't alive in your day, bro. Fat. Roosevelt Jones played in the NBA, you know. A real chubby NBA guy. Sheldon nah, Mack? Roosevelt, Roosevelt Jones is a college legend. Fat I feel like we can get more, more fat boys out of college. Scoop, you know, you got Scoop Jardine. Who else? Yoke, who's all right? Let's let's do it like this. Who's first team all fat right now in the NBA? James Harden, Jokic, Zion, Luca. Now he's in shape now. He oh he was but Jokic Jokic got his spot back. Jokic and Zion's your front court. Luca and Harden's your back court. Who else? Who's the who's the fifth guy? Is it Draymond? Is Draymond fat? Draymond's not fat. He's just big boned. He used to be mellow. Eh, Draymond. Draymond's bad. Yeah, he's fit mellow now. Hall of Fame mellow. I feel like he is. It sounds right, doesn't it? Vegan mellow. I don't know. Is, is mellow vegan? I don't know. I feel like Carmelo Anthony can never be. You goddamn it's right. Just Carmelo. You really goddamn think Carmelo right. Not going, you know, eat some steak. You're not lying. With his wine. Is uh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know who the fifth guy here is. It's kind of bothering. Me. I don't watch enough bad team. I'm sure, there's a guy on a bad team. Shout out to Boris Dio. Davis Bertans is nine of eleven from three. That's a thing that's actually happening right now. That's your fault for parley bidding. That's on you. Oh, Wait, so oh, oh, oh. three point game, eight seconds left. Don't know who has the ball, but Davis <laughs> Bertans has thirty five points. Garrison Matthews has eight. What's the game class? What's the play-by-play on this? Mm. He sounded like Davis a... Bertans made three free throws. Russell Westbrook just fouled somebody. That's probably not that a three throw. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about is why is Embiid not getting the MVP hype? Well, you you live around Philly, bro. I feel like he is. He's an MVP. He's an MVP disc. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I, I, the fact that Steph that Curry is MVP, the, the ESPN talk over Embiid right now, he's not getting the hype that Steph Curry or LeBron James is getting. Even Embiid tonight, 
31 points on 10 of 21, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. No Ben Simmons. You know. Fuck out of here. Hey, man, you're not you, – I'm agreeing with you. I, I, I think he is the MVP, you know. Is the, will you want to tell me how LeBron James is the MVP front runner Probably right not, now. but, you know, I think our boys are going to get some, some MVP votes this year. Um, you know, me personally, I can't tell you that. I don't, I don't understand how or why, but, um, you know, I think LeBron James has the best player in the world. He always going to have his team, you know, top three seed in the East. And if he has the numbers, he's always going to be an MVP type of guy. Probably right up. You know, I, I think they put him in discussions just to make up for MVPs they didn't give him in the past, but. Um, you know, looking back, yeah. Derrick Rose MVP Absolutely. definitely deservable. Should should LeBron James won MVP that year? Probably. Um. Yeah. Uh, let's let's think. No, they talk. They want to talk about him. he should have had Giannis last year, and I I don't agree with that. But um. Uh oh. I don't know. I don't know. Rose. Derek. I think. Quote, Your Honor, I don't know the definition of consent. Rose's MVP was fake. I'll say it. Oh, I'm not saying it was fake, but, you know, that that, that was a that was Including me and my 13-year-old ass. LeBron James' first year in Miami, everyone hated him, including the media. There was not... Hey man, that was that was y'all's problem. I I had a LeBron James Cavs jersey. Bro, I had a horrible luck with jerseys. I was the first one with the King James jersey from the Jazz. LeBron James is from the Cavs. (laughs) John Wall's on the Wizards. It's just just an awful run. Uh, Yep, I did. KD Thunder. Yep. Chip. That's what I knew. That's what I knew. That's when I knew I had to stop oh, getting jerseys. Oh God, man! I was like, "Well, this is this like... is really <laughs> not for me because these things have no value anymore." But then throwback jerseys became a thing, and uh, or I shouldn't say became a thing because Fabulous made them a thing, and then white frat kids uh, appropriated that and brought it back. Uh, the Nuggets just tied the game. Two seconds left. Jamal Murray for three. Just point one second left. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's pretty funny. What's the line? Honestly, I hope they lose, man. Because they, they, they're not going to cover regardless. Uh, I think I had them at like shit, five and a half. The night? Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I actually have to, like, bring something up here. Hey, man. Jeremy I'm Grant a... had 43 points tonight, which brings me to the I'm, thing. I'm a Jeremy realist, Grant bro. is a bucket now? I'm a Me neither. How the hey, fuck man, did he I had no idea he had any of this in his arsenal. Like, he just 
He the just question. pulling out all the woodworks. I don't know what that the was, Nuggets bro. Were Jeremy Grant to Denver. Oh, the man. Wizards hit a free throw. How Bradley the fuck did he get out of Denver? One. Well, you're fucked. Um, how, how did they let that man walk? He is to Denver what Brogdon is to Milwaukee. Maga Porter Jr. Like dog, you should have signed him and traded oh, Porter Jr. To oh boy, <laughs> like God. oh man, he was in the Doja Cat racial. Chat I don't believe room. in coronavirus, Porter Jr. Uh, Bill Gates Porter Jr. They're putting they're putting be great they're if, putting, if he was like pretending to be a white guy in, in my room. vaccine, Porter Jr. That might have been a little too a little too hot off Ugh. the presses for me to release on the pod, but uh said it. Oh, There's man. no going back now. Um that's like the Atlanta bit where uh retrospector was like I'm a thirty five year old <laughs> white man. That's pretty funny. There's like eight people who understand any of what I just said in the past sixty seconds. But if they do, I imagine they're probably at least oh, yeah. smiling. <laughs> What else? Is there anything else to hit on the NBA? What the fuck is going on in the NBA? Who stinks? Let me shit on some teams for like 10 minutes. Oh, man. Oh, Lou Dort, by the way. Um, this is I just want to put this on official audio records. Lou Dort is going to win an MVP. Lou Dort is going to win an MVP. Okay, so you remember Tony Allen? Imagine if Tony Allen Stop. was built like Bobby Stop. Wagner and could shoot. Stop. That's Lou Dort. Stop. Lou Dort was 21 years old, scored 30 in a game seven, and held James Harden to under 20 at 21 years old in a game seven. Who's better than Lou Dort? Name me five pe- players better than Lou Dort. No, Ooh, you can't I name five better Name five players. Better than Lou that's like, I can't team. do that. What the wrong? That'd be disrespectful to him. I I can't name five players better than him on his team. <laughs> uh, he's gonna be first team all defense, and I'm going. I'm hammering oh, the over on over I, I, two I, I like all star teams. He's gonna be a top three D guy in the league, man. I like him it. and Shea, best backcourt 2024. This is before Fox goes and joins Luke on the Mavs. Ah. Who else sucks? The Kings fucking suck. <laughs> the Pelicans fucking suck. Oh, I, 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 I think I got, I got one more thing to add on. You know, you know, got not coming up, but you know. Trade deadline, you know, slowly creeping up. Um, um, this makes me see, want to talk about Andre Drummond know, real quick. Staying, going, um, um, any surprise names you can I feel like, be on the move. So I, I tweeted this a little bit a while ago, right? Like, I, I jokingly said, but I was very serious. I can tell your basketball IQ by what you think of Hassan Whiteside. I can also kind of apply that to Andre Drummond. Because Andre Drummond is the only guy in NBA history who can get you a 2020 game and you'd literally be like, I don't know what he's doing. Like, he's a 
good he like he's a mid good player. Like to me he's he's a really I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna say this because he's not bad. He's not average, but he's also not good. He's just kind of Andre Drummond. Like, he'll get you 20 points, he'll get you 20 boards. But he doesn't really do winning shit. Does that make sense? Like, I wouldn't want him on my team if I was trying to win a title. If I was trying to make my team better and, like, progress my team, yeah, I'd want him. But I wouldn't... Like, I don't know where he goes. Like, there's talk of him going to Toronto, which... I mean, cool. Maybe, maybe he'd be great in Toronto because. He... He's making twenty eight million. I, 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 I just don't. But uh, I, what are everyone saying? He's going to go to Brooklyn or buy Like, which I guess. O- I mean, how much better is Andre Drummond than DeAndre like, Jordan? Who do you give up? I mean, DeAndre Jordan's been pretty bad. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. DeAndre Jordan is a corpse. I would, I would say, I would, I would say Andre Drummond's a big upgrade from DeAndre Jordan. But can you? But with 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 he that was being traded said, for Brandon Knight, John Henson, you know, and Cavs really going to buy out Andre Drummond, bro. You can get a lot of value out of Andre Drummond still right now. Yes, he was putting up pretty good numbers for the Pistons. That's yeah, but he's not. <laughs> He stinks. He's, he's putting up pretty good numbers for the Cavs. There's a reason why they're sitting in there. I no, you do. That, but I, I, who's paying twenty eight million in salary for a trade? I, I I think he has he has value to them still, and I, I just don't. He's see good, it. but he stinks. If that makes sense. Mm. Name me one team. I don't know. I say I say teams will trade for Andre Johnson. The Wizards they trade for fucking Blake Griffin. That would that would trade for him. I'm not saying that teams. Ooh, I think I think we're I think we're we're on the same the on similar paths. It's just like I see him as a tradable asset. I just don't see a deal for him because you have to give up. How is he tradable if you're not giving anything for him? I it's if 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 you're following what I'm saying, he's oh a tradable God. guy. He's a guy you want to trade him. for. But, I especially don't want him at twenty eight million dollars. The only place I could see him going is OKC for like Horford. Like that might make sense. Might. Because you just you just tried out a bunch of beef. You tried out Dort Drummond. I don't know. Um, I honestly, I think that the Clippers might trade him. They're actively trying to. Sh- they that, would. They, you know, they, that they, could they actually. Would, I think they would trade for Drummond. They have to match the money. Does Kennard work? Because they gave Luke fucking Kennard sixty-eight million. If Luke Kennard can make sixty-eight million, they could give you five. 
I mean, th- would you do Kennard and Marcus Morris for Drummond? Does that make money work? No, no. I don't know. I don't think I would do that. That's what I mean. I I wouldn't give up Marcus God, Morris. What an awful sentence. I, I feel like that's part of the core. Um, maybe like a maybe like a Kennard. Mm, you know, they've, they've I been trying to ship Lou Will, so Lou Will, Bat, Pat Bev. Um, you know, if you trade, can Lou, I pull this Lou up Will, on the Pat trade and just match that contract? You can find Let's... other guys in the buyout market. All right, internet. Do you want to work? Um, NBA trade machine. Okay. This actually makes a lot of sense if they could do it, but I feel like Clip- the Clippers need a point guard more, though, right? They could sign Jack I mean, Easton. anything at this point. Cleveland, okay. Cannot- Why does it say cannot- the trade machine fucking sucks? It sucks. Oh, you know what, though? Kennard, it. Uh, I don't know if his extension's kicked in yet. He still might be on that base salary. This is not going to work. I'm not going to work at all. $29 million for this big motherfucker? Pat Bev, Lou Will. But I'm not giving up Pat Bev and Lou Will for Drummond. I'm not doing it. I'm not giving up all this for Drummond. It doesn't even work. You're still a million over the salary gap. So you give up Zubak and keep Kennard? No. You still have to give up something. This is so stupid. I'm not I'm not giving up players for Andre Drummond. Because he's gonna get bought out. Because no one's gonna trade for him. Because he stinks, but he's alright. Like what would the Celtics have to do to get Drummond? They can't afford him. They can't afford him. He's making twenty nine million. Nobody can afford Ooh. this fucking. Like no, actually nobody can afford him. Like the Wizards, maybe. If you sent no Thomas Bryant, I mean, I don't know. The machine sucks. Ish Smith is making six million dollars this year. Okay, Ish Smith, I see you, dude. If I sent you, can't even trade Bertans. No, you can't do anything. At all. Nobody's trading for him. He's bad. But he's alright. Maybe he goes to the Kings for Marvin Bagley. That's sure not going to fucking work. And they wouldn't do that either. I don't know. Fuck it. Fuck this shit. He's not going anywhere. Trade deadline, guys. I don't know. Who are... Who are... Not the uh, shit. I'm going to trade one. Not Where would he go? Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like this sure, is going to be one man. of the quietest trade deadlines ever. Because I don't feel like there's guys that, I mean, George Hill was one guy in the Sixers, which I would like.
I feel like one name that, that could be on the move. I keep on seeing Lonzo Ball on the pool. I, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know, dude. Ew, ew. I've, I've seen Lonzo Ball connected like. to the Knicks, the Bulls, the Clippers. Thanks. Yeah. I, I, just, I just don't... I just... I just don't understand what what the jury deadline is gonna look like this time, dude. Like, there's just so many things going around, but and it's not the like there's teams, teams with glaring needs problems. right now. You know what I mean? And the teams with glaring needs don't really have the space or assets to get someone to help them. Like, what are the Pacers gonna do? Nothing. They shouldn't do anything. They should just. Don't, Sabonis has thirty four, seventeen, and ten. Good lord. Um, the Heat aren't going to do anything. They're just kind of dead. Lonzo Ball, I can see. The Pelicans, man, I want to talk about them real quick. They kind of fucking suck. And they shouldn't. But they kind of do. Uh, by the way, Russell Westbrook got Steven Adams paid. Steven Adams, man. He looked amazing in that Warrior series in 2016. And uh, he kind of doesn't do shit. Like, bro, he doesn't do anything. I, I, the, I think the Pelicans are just the most frustrating team because they should be better than they are, but there's no reason really why they like, <laughs> they should be good. Like, there's no way say... they should be bottom of the, <laughs> the, of the back right now. They, they, they have Steve Adams and Lonzo Ball, so, so one would imagine they wouldn't be as bad defensively. I do want to say something. No. Exactly. They got and Zion. Zion's not a horrible defender either. And I want to say something. Fucking long oh, I really do want to get this on my chest. Remember when Josh Russell Hart? Westbrook was averaging all those triple doubles and people were saying Steven Adams was the best rebounder in the league, actually, because he boxes out and Westbrook grabs the boards? And that Westbrook only benefits from Steven Adams because Steven Adams is the best rebounder in the league. Do you remember people saying this? I remember people saying this. Um, again, bozo talk. Yeah. Because Steven Adams is averaging eight and nine right now. Oh, man, he was supposed to be Aquaman. Great. One of the better aesthetics in the league. Just. It's Zion, and I'm still not sold on Brandon Ingram, man. Everybody took that victory lap on me on Twitter because he made a fucking all-star game over PG. Fuck PG. PG making me wrong on my take that Brandon Ingram will never be an all-star. If Brandon Ingram retires a one-time all-star, I will have a disdain for PG for the rest of my life. Um, but Brandon Ingram is just kind of like a dude, man. Did they give him an extension? Oof. I mean, I guess you have to, but... Oh, uh, yeah, they did. Also, oof. Cinderius Thornwell is on this team. They don't really have a good roster, though. I don't know. Free Zion, Free Zion a.k.a. Big Gumbo. Um, I'm telling you, bro, that's the greatest nickname. Bro, gumbo. I'm pushing the Big nickname. Gumbo agenda. I don't know, though. 
I'm kind of uh, kind of out of stuff to talk about. Man, I've been rambling for, for a little bit here. You got anything else? Yeah. No, not really. You know, we touched on a lot of things tonight, man. Kind of should I praise Damian Lillard before you get out of here? So people don't yell at us for not praising Damian Lillard. I feel like we gave Dame love. We give more Dame more love. This is a a Damian Lillard, yeah, All Star podcast. So okay, let's do this right now. Who is? Let's do uh, rapid fire. Who is your first team All NBA at this point in the season? LeBron James, Joel Embiid. Kevin Durant. Who are the other two? Um, Dame. Dame. Um, uh, All right. I guess I'm the middle. MVP. Well, my MVP right now. Is have co MVPs. Can I have co MVPs at this point? Who they have awarded co MVPs in the past? Yeah, you gotta fucking look it up. I gotta look it up, but I know that's a fact. I I'll know that's fuck a fact. Here. But my co MVPs right now, probably Joker and MVP. NBA co MVP winners. Oh nine, what? At the All Star game? That's not what the fuck I asked. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, Maybe it was Shaq and Kobe. No, And in nineteen, was it Shaq and Kobe? Yeah. Three yeah, civil yeah, rights yeah, doesn't yeah. count in the NBA. Fuck out of here. Um. Uh, defense player of the year. Wow, not close. Ben Simmons, not close, in my opinion. If you, if you really look at it, wow. we want to do the TPA chart and all that. I'm You're telling, telling me Rudy not, Gobert as, is not the he's, defensive he's player of the right now. You're telling me that the guy oh, who brought that coronavirus to the no. NBA is not the deep. Oh, you're talking about. You're Are you talking, talking about, about the, the guy, guy who shut down the sports was, world in a uh, fucking night? Looking like he belonged yeah, in a Michael Jackson guy. music video when he got switched on to Steph Curry. That guy is not the MVP. Oh yeah, the guy. Are that you telling me the guy that gets played off the in the playoffs every, every year? year? Yep. It's not the defensive player of the year. You telling me the lead leader? Yep. In Vorp. Is not the defense player of the year. No, uh, Ben Simmons for me, Homer pick. I don't. Even, I don't even know who else would be in that conversation, honestly. And that's kind of my way of saying it's not close. But like, I genuinely don't even know who who else is in the conversation. Who is the sixth man of the year? Ben Simmons. I would agree. Who is uh, Jordan Clarkson? What other awards are there? Rookie of the Year. Yep, yep. Emmanuel quickly. Uh, most. Oh, obviously, you touched on that. Mellow Ball. 
Um, most uh, most improved. Uh, I have a bad answer to this question. I know it's early. So you go first. <sighs> no, nah, I'm curious to see because I still have we a got little bit of four minutes for recording fucks up. So I'm just going to – I'm going to give my bad answer and then I'm going to give my real answer. So my real answer is McCall Bridges. My bad answer is Tobias Harris. I like that. I I can understand both sides of it. Your your bad answer isn't a bad answer. It's an all star improving. I not well a guy improving on like McCall Bridges. Bad season he had, but I think McCall Bridges is a good pick. No, oh wait, no, stop, stop, Uh, stop, no, stop. Fuck that. Fuck everything I did. Yeah. The past two minutes of what the fuck I just said, just strike it from the tape. Strike it from the record. Don't listen to it. Fuck it. Jeremy Grant is the most improved player, dude. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. I, what was the other one right here? Go blank on that. Yeah, not, yeah, not close. Things, not close. Coach Run away. of the year. Yeah. Doc. Uh Oh, Snyder. You right Snyder, now. Snyder. Being, being a home Dr. Guy. Quinn Snyder. Yep. Is there anything else? Are there any other awards? Well. I think we, we oh. got them. Unless you want to, you want to pick, you want to, you want to draft? Predict who you think is going to go first. I feel like it's Cade Cunningham, right? Yeah, unless you want to close the bar like that. I'm just guessing from what I've heard. I don't know, man. It's it's a toss up. From I mean, I love Suggs. I would I would either go Cade or or Jalen Suggs. You know, Green and Kuminga definitely playing well. Green didn't play that well today, but you know, Kuminga has been averaging twenty and ten. You're telling me Luke Garza. So. Not the number one My favorite draft. prospect so far. I mean, you could probably go, probably go a little farther back than that. Maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, they gave the Lakers right. was almost a, a lottery pick. So, um, I know what I want to close on. This is the best closing we've had. Rush Limbaugh died today. Fuck Rush Limbaugh. Oh God! Do you know how many points I would score on Rush Limbaugh? <laughs> all of them. Fuck Rush Limbaugh. That's all I got. Yeah. If you want to know, I won't say that. Um. Yeah. Uh, and and to, you know, except Rush Limbaugh. Cap on my friend, you know, we don't wish bad on nobody on this podcast, as you know. You know, we try to we try to be lighthearted with all that. But like know, like you said, we this, don't wish bad you know, on that, anybody that on this podcast. Going, so. Off this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I do. I'll speak for me. Bill O'Reilly, you're next, motherfucker. <laughs> the pack is going up. The pack. The pod is going the- up. And we're the getting out of going here. Up. That's the best outro of 2021. We'll see y'all next time.